religious war here. I am with Israel. Do whatever the hell you have to do to defend yourself. Level the place. We're in a religious war here. I am with Israel. Do whatever the hell you have to do to defend yourself. Level the place. Okay, that's the sentiments of the uh, warmongers that we have in this country of the United States of America. And I'm going to talk a little bit about that. I'm going to talk about Israel. I'm going to talk about a little bit about Hamas, about Palestine, and kind of how it is playing out, what's relevant to us here as Christians how it pertains to us, in my understanding. And before we get any further, though, we are going to go to the Lord in prayer. So let's pray. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you for today. We thank you for your many blessings. We thank you for what you've done for us, what you've given us. We're thankful that you are have promised to never leave us or forsake us. Those that have put our, our faith and trust in you, those of us that have repented of our sins, those of us that realize that we're lost in trespasses and sins without you and without the redemption, uh, the shed blood of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, on the cross. Without His, the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sins. And for those that have realized that and repented and uh, turned their backs to sin and trusted Christ as their Lord and Savior, you're with us and you've promised to never leave us or forsake us and you've promised to take care of us and you've given us eternal life through Jesus Christ, the Son of God. We pray that you'll be with us, give us clear thoughts and clear speech so that we can uh, present your word according to your will. Help us to honor and glorify you through this uh, podcast. Help us to reach those uh, that are in the lost and dying world. Help us to reach them with the gospel. Help us to share this the gospel with them. Help us to be bold and brave and courageous. And help us not to uh, be, get, be be stricken with fear. We know you're not. You haven't given us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and a sound mind. Help us to reason together. Help us to think through things logically and biblically. And help pray that everything that we say and do will be for your praise and glory. And we give you the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Alright, so we are in a, uh, a religious war. So we have been told according to um, Lindsey Graham... And we have, um, and we're supposed to, because we're Americans, we're supposed to be backing Israel uh, no matter what, no matter what happens. According to them, I have a little bit of a different view on that, and I'll go into that here momentarily. We're supposed to assume that everything that is done Israel is the victim in everything that happens and that's that's the narrative 
and anyone that says anything different or questions anything uh, other than that, questions the narrative, the mainstream, is uh, anti-Semitic. Um, there's a problem with that because the, the mainstream Jews do not believe in Jesus. Uh, they don't believe in the Son of God. They don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God. And that's where I have the issue with that. And so we can't, and I and I spoke on this at church last um, Wednesday and uh, Sunday night, when I, I preached Sunday night, that we have to be careful and we can't lump all of Israel in with Bible prophecy. And what I mean by that is that when we, what we're, we're accustomed to think as Christians is that when we think of Israel, we think of all of God's people, his chosen people. We're thinking of Abraham and Isaac and Jacob and their descendants um, and the promises that God gave to Abraham. And, you know, he's promised that his seed would be as many as the stars in the sky, as many as the sand on the seashore, uh, so many that we wouldn't be able to count. And the promises apply to them. And those are God's chosen people. Well, we have to realize that this nation state of Israel is not God's chosen people. And I'm, what I mean by that is that there's hijackers in the people the Jewish people, God's people, which are actually Abrahamic, actually their their ancestors are actually Abraham. There's people that have come in and infiltrated, and they're posing as them. And so when we're claiming that we support Israel, I stand for Israel, you, um, you're assuming you're standing for Abraham and Isaac and Jacob when you're not. You're standing for um, the imposters that are in the nation state of Israel that are the uh, puppeteers for the globalists in the one world order um, like Benjamin Netanyahu he's not um, from what I can understand and if you listen to Dr. E. Michael Jones who's an expert on those sort of things he's even written a book and he's been reporting on these things for decades he actually says that the leaders of Israel are um, Polish descent. They're not even Jews. So you have to be careful to not lump a whole group of people in. Um, besides that, if you read the New Testament, and, and right there, the Jews don't even believe in the New Testament. They don't believe that Jesus is the Son of God. They don't believe the New Testament is um, is part of the the Holy Word, not part of the Moses Law, um, you know, the, their manuscripts, of course, they believe that all their scriptures um, are superior to the New Testament. The New Testament has no sway, and which is completely wrong because Jesus declared himself to be the Son of God, and it was proven that he was the Son of God. And there was witnesses that bear the fact Paul, the disciples, 
There was 500 witnesses that were there when Jesus was crucified. Over 500 um, people there that saw Jesus die, saw him buried, and saw him risen again. So Jesus is, in fact, the Son of God. But these Jews don't believe that. You've got the Pharisees, you have the Sadducees, and so you can't lump them all together. But God's word does still hold true in the end times. And what he promised Abraham and Isaac and Jacob still holds true. But we got to be careful not to, to lump them all in together as in this nation state. I want to give you an example uh, right here. Uh, let me know if it doesn't, if you don't. If it doesn't come through, but uh, uh, Israel's supposed to be our greatest ally, but they had they don't do anything for us. I'm in a I'm a Christian first. I was born an American, and that's who I am. And Israel, the nation state, does not support me, and hasn't supported me. Uh, here's a clip. Conservative Christian leaders are calling on Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu to stop a bill proposed by members of his coalition to make it criminal to tell people about Jesus in Israel. Our Jerusalem correspondent Daniel Cohen is live near Tel Aviv with more. Good morning, Daniel. Good morning, Allison. Good morning, everyone. A big story just before, uh, days before Palm Sunday, Good Friday, and Easter. Sacred time for Christians. Two ultra-Orthodox members of Prime Minister Netanyahu's coalition have introduced a bill that would punish believers for sharing the gospel of Jesus with prison time. United Torah Judaism Knesset members Moshe Gaffney and Yaakov Asher introduced legislation last week making it illegal to share in conversation or produce content online, in print, or by mail. Their explanation of the bill emphasizes a warning to stop Christians in particular. Uh, so... That's that's their sentiment. The Jew, the nation state of Israel. That's their sentiment towards Christians, is that they want to jail them for speaking about Jesus, and they want to put them in prison. They want them to have jail time for speaking about Jesus and spreading the gospel. All right. So that's the same sentiment that Jesus dealt with. That's why he was crucified. But remember, Jesus went to the cross, and that was his plan for the salvation of the world was to go to the cross so that innocent blood, his blood would be shed. It was innocent being God, 100% God, 100% man. He shed his innocent blood because he was without sin. And because he went through with it, he redeemed all of us. And he is able to offer us the free gift of salvation to all of those who will call upon his name and believe on him. That's what we need to do. We need to call upon the name of the Lord, and it's through Jesus Christ, his son. All right, so I am not taking sides. As you'll see in the title, the about there, I said, I am neutral in the Middle East conflicts. I have always been that way. I've never understood why we would go to the Middle East to fight in the desert. It's never made sense. And, of course, I've learned why now because of mainly for power and for oil and things like that. That's why we're fighting over there for control. Uh, we want to make sure we we stay we're in charge because we've done some uh, nefarious things, and we're afraid people uh, we're afraid it'll catch up to us. Um, but we need to stay neutral 
I'll say in my own opinion, I believe that Americans need to stay neutral in this conflict between Israel and between Palestine or Hamas or whoever it is because, for one, the propaganda, there's so much propaganda, you don't know which way it's going. Uh, but I just played Lindsey Graham. He's a, a, a warmonger, whore uh, for war. And and I've tried voting him out when I lived in South Carolina and realized that he's selected and not elected, just like our other corrupt politicians. And I even voted for, like I said, I'm American. I'm a Christian first, but I would vote Republican. And... I even voted Democrat to try to get him out, get maybe and encourage other people to vote opposite of the the spectrum. And, you know, I mean, that didn't sway anything. Um, but anyways, he was saying to level the whole place. Well, Benjamin Netanyahu, um, like I said, he's a he's a puppet, deep state puppet. And that's what I believe anyway. That's in my own opinion. And he is. Um, talking about leveling Gaza, talked about leveling Gaza, and he started bombing Gaza, and he's blowing innocent women and children up. He's not even targeting uh, militants. He's leveling towns and buildings. I mean, he's committing war crimes, and we're supposed to get behind him and support him for doing that? I'm not going to do that. I'm a Christian. Jesus said to love God with all of your heart, all of your mind, all of your soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. Didn't someone ask Jesus one time, well, who's my neighbor? You know, trying to be sly. And Jesus answered that um, to the effect that uh, anyone you come into contact with is your neighbor. Uh, we're supposed to be Christ-like towards everyone. Well, that is not being Christ, Christ-like to say, I'm going to level your whole people down. Um, so I don't support that. And I'm not going to back the state, nation, state of Israel when they're doing things uh, contrary to the Son of God, contrary to Jesus' own words that he spoke. Um, God will will handle them when the last days we're in the we know we're in the last days the end times are coming we know god is going to take away his people in a twinkling of an eye we know we're going to go through the tribulation we know we're going to go through um oh, the vials and the bowls and we're going to go through the candlesticks we're going to go through the um the millennial reign we're going to go all of this is going to happen the new jerusalem is going to come down we're going to have a new heaven and new earth i know all of this will happen but we uh, cannot uh, take our focus off the goal, the mission that God gave us, and that is spreading the gospel of Jesus. And these people are wanting to erase the name of Jesus. They're wanting to jail Christians, and they want to persecute Christians. Uh, I've got another clip here. I will play. I'm going to have to read the subtitles. It's in, um, I believe it's in Hebrew. Um, so the Jewish people believe that Jesus Christ was a false prophet and is currently in hell burning in a pile of boiling feces. And I'm going to 
The Talmud says that the founder of Christianity has been sentenced to boil in feces, a pile of boiling feces, excrement from the bowels of humans, cats, dogs, lions, and tigers, boiling and bubbling feces. That's where he is right now. That's how he's punished every waking moment. That's the Talmud. You forget to mention that, huh? All the churches and all their crosses, the big statue on the mountain in Brazil, blown to smithereens. All the world will see it. They'll all see it. The big lie will be exposed. So that's what they want to do. That's what the Jews want to do to us Christians is uh, blow us to smithereens. Now, that kind of ties what um, what the uh, Benjamin Netanyahu, the, the, the deep state, Israel, Mossad, they're the Jewish or Israeli uh, CIA, in what I understand. And so they're kind of, what, their goal with the deep state globalism and what the... Hamas, which is was, if what I understand is that Israel created Hamas, and I believe Ron Paul in a congressional hearing proved that. Um, so it's kind of like Israel planned an attack on themselves and attacked themselves. And that's what I don't understand is the Iron Dome didn't work, and all these people just went in through the borders when they have an Iron Dome and nothing ever gets by. They've got the highest. Um, most sophisticated technology of any country, supposedly, they have an iron dome that shoots everything down and anything, you know, outside of its borders. And they have troops that they won't let, I mean, they catch anything and everything. And yet hundreds of people came in, hang gliders flew in, and people uh, and a bulldozer tore the fence down and came in. Um, so I think that's an inside job. Um, but anyway, so this is working together. So their goal is, the Jews' goal, according to this guy, I think he's a, a rabbi. Um, I don't know. I don't know the guy's name, but he appears to be a rabbi. Um, their goal is to, uh, because Jesus is boiled in a pot of feces and anything that that symbolizes Jesus or Christendom should be blown apart. And that's obviously not Christian to want to uh, blow people to smithereens. So I disagree with that. And there's a lot of propaganda going on. And you have to remember that um, we're in the, the Great Reset right now. And the Great Reset... Has, we've already known they were going to have false flags, something to trigger a, they want World War III. And they want World War III for a distraction to get everyone looking one direction so that they can complete their goal. And they've had this goal, what's his name, Albert Pike, uh, um, I believe in 1871, wrote, planned out this, World War One, World War Two, and World War Three, so they could take over the globalists could take over. This is part of that. And uh, 
So that's their goal. So what they want, I believe, is happening is that they're setting the stage to take America down. And they've been doing it since, you know, it, with when Obama was in, you know, he's Muslim. And he's not American. And when he was in, they had Iranians and other Middle Easterns in the United States with bases, training camps, and they were setting up to uh, for suicide bombings and stuff like that on mosques, synagogues, churches, and uh, I'd say probably huge stadiums. And when Trump got in office, he eliminate eliminated a lot of those threats and and uh, deported a lot of those, but a lot of those cells. Um, I remember some of them being in uh, Pennsylvania. It's the ones I, a big base in Pennsylvania where they, they were training up there, and that got a lot of attention. Um, so since Biden has been in for these two years, uh, over 10 million, I say that's a low estimate of 10 million illegals have come through the border. Our southern border is wide open. And so we've had Iranians come through. They're all military-aged men. We've had Venezuelans come in. Most of them are military-aged men. We've had Chinese troops come through. Um, if you listen to Alex Jones, he's reported that in northern Mexico, there's bases, Iranian bases, and things like that, staging for suicide bombers and things like that. So they've set the stage, and I believe this is the trigger that they wanted to start attacks in um, start attacks here in, on U.S. soil. And so you know that in Tampa, Florida, there's Israelis or Jews and Palestinians protesting, and they started getting heating, heated up against each other. Israel's talking about genocide in Palestine. Palestine's talking about genocide in the Jews. And uh, they were talking about all the, the rapes that went on and all the babies being beheaded and all this stuff. No, none of this has even been proven yet. And I've got another clip on that. Three lies currently being told about Palestine. Number one, 40 babies were beheaded. This is completely false. No evidence has been provided for this. The claim comes from this journalist during a walk and talk. She makes the claim saying, I see in the distance more bodies being covered. Babies. Their heads cut off. Later in a tweet, however, she admits that she did not see bodies, but heard a soldier talking about it. Number two, people were raped. Also false. There is no evidence of this whatsoever. Number three, 250 people were killed at a concert. False. The only videos we have seen are people running away from the concert. There isn't a single video or photo suggesting that 250 people were killed at a concert or that a mass shooting took place. What we do have, however, are interviews of Israelis claiming that Palestinian resistance fighters were actually kind to them, merciful to them. So why are they lying? It's called atrocity propaganda. They lie about atrocities in order to incite emotions, hatred, and violence. Why? Because they are the ones planning to commit atrocities themselves. To do this, they need to convince you that Palestinians are barbaric animals. 
that rape, torture, and head babies. This is a war of information. Follow for more and help us fight. All right, so that's my point there is that they're trying to stir up trouble between Jews and between Palestinians, and they want a war started. And if they can start a war, that means they can they can funnel, launder all of our money. All, I mean, what I guess whatever's left from funneling it through Ukraine. And I, this it is seems like. The timing is good because Ukraine was about to be exposed for the reality of of the the um, Nazis over there and their human trafficking and their bio labs were fixing to be all that's going to be exposed and going to be wide open. So the timing is kind of strange, kind of like this is to kind of cover up all that and get you focused looking somewhere else. Uh, instead of that, which it's all tied together, like I said, all goes together with the the globalist, the one world order, and what their great reset they want to do. And so it's a it's the conflict is devastating, and I've wished it has not happened because people are actually dying, but to the extent. And how, to what extent? We don't know. There's so much propaganda. So, like I said, the best thing for me to do, since I'm a Christian and American, is to pray for all all Israel, all of Israel, and pray for all of Palestine, pray for all the people. I, I pray for Ukraine. I pray for Ukrainian people. But I'm not getting in the middle of that because I know what the, the psyop. Um, but I'm going to pray for the salvation of individuals in Israel, individuals in Palestine, individuals in Ukraine, individuals in Russia, whatever. I want the salvation of people. Their souls matter. I don't want to get caught up in these psyops and this propaganda. And a lot of Americans get caught up in it. You see them flying the Ukraine flag, and they've been supporting Nazis. You see it here. Everyone, I stand for Israel, and they're supporting the deep state. And so you don't want to get get caught up in the middle of it and then be found wanting because you started supporting like uh, Lindsey Graham. He says to level the whole place. That's war crimes. You start leveling innocent civ uh, civilians. That's a war crime. Um, I want the the rule of law, law and order. Um, you know, God set up law and order. He set up the rule of law. He set up the common law here in the United States are in America, in the Constitutional Republic, in our sovereign states, and that's what we're supposed to be going by. Um, and we're not. These politicians want to ruin us. And so they've set the state, they've set us up to be attacked. Now, the next thing I want to look at here is that um, besides Netanyahu wants to level Gaza, and he says, that's, uh, he says, this is just the beginning, and what Israel will do next will resonate for generations to come. So, I mean, that's not... It, it, Lindsey Graham said it's a religious war. I'm not in any religious wars. And I'm not going to be, Lord willing. Um, the next thing is the warning. Tomorrow, 
Hezbollah and Hamas have called, or they have called, Hezbollah and Hamas has called for global terror attacks on the West starting Friday 13th. That's tomorrow. So they've called for terror attacks. So this is going to be in Western in Canada. It's going to be in the United States. Um, major cities, synagogues, mosques, churches. I'm going to say tack on the football games, stadiums, and things like that. Sports arenas is what I was trying to say. They're probably going to be attacked. There's going to be a bunch of little bitty attacks, mass shootings, or bombings potentially, but they've called for it. So keep your head on a swivel. And I'm going to have to ramp up security at church because of this on Sunday. And because this is a real threat. And like I said, I'm being neutral in the conflict in the Middle East, but I'm not neutral in defense of my fellow people here in the Constitutional Republic. Um, so you need to heed that warning. And if you know, if you attend church, you need to make sure that your people there are aware of that, and then and their security is ready and looking for something like this. And the um, like I said, because I've been following uh, uh, Michael Yon. He's a a uh, combat journalist i can't remember the exact term but he's been in in conflicts and uh reporting on different conflicts all over the world and he's been in the netherlands and he's been in germany um he's been in the panama canal uh the darien gap for, uh a lot um he's been tracking this um because our southern border has been open and we've been invaded and we are being invaded, so we shouldn't even be worrying about Middle Eastern conflict conflicts when we are being invaded. That's my point. And so we've been invaded for the past two years. And there's millions of people in our country that are ready to attack us, and they're hostile. Like you see the Jews and the Palestinians, the protesting over this, what's happened in the Middle East. They're not Americans. They haven't assimilated. They do not have our values as an American, as Christians. They don't understand. They're obviously foreigners in our country. They're not part of us. They're not, they haven't assimilated and they haven't learned what the values of America is. And so they're creating an even greater threat on us as Americans, as Christians, and our constitutional republic. So we have millions of military-aged men coming through the border. Michael Yan has been reporting on it, and he says the, the, this attack on us is imminent. It is going to happen. And since this has happened, this conflict there uh, with Israel and Hamas and what Hezbollah has declared, I mean, we're right on the verge of this, of something catastrophic happening here in the the u.s um so michael yon has been reporting on it ben burkwam um 
and others. Um, I can't remember his name. But we've had a lot of patriots warning us about the the troops that are coming in across our border. And the fact is that the deep state, if you want to call it that, our corrupt government is, is allowing it to happen, is actually incentivizing it because they want the destruction of us. While we have, you know, you have Hamas, Hezbollah, and they've, they've called for a jihad tomorrow on the West. That's what they've called for. They are actual terrorists, and yet our government has called um, God-fearing patriots terrorists. They have officially declared, the FBI has declared that the MAGA supporters are terrorists. And anyone carrying a Betsy Ross flag is a potential terrorist. Anyone carrying a Gadsden flag is a potential terrorist. So they're, they're specifically naming Americans, patriots, and they've labeled us terrorists. Um, anyone that has a 2A symbol, potential terrorists. But now that the FBI came out last week or so saying that we are, we're definitely terrorists. So, and yet the real terrorists are infiltrating our border and they're fixing to blow things up. So they've set the stage. The kindling is there. The spark has ignited and is fixing to burst into flames. So what I am calling on is that you get prepared. You know, there's a reason why we haven't been invaded, you know, any other time. Now it's because we got a corrupt government like out in the open. The other thing is because we've got, we have weapons and we have our own defense and it looks like we're going to have to defend ourselves without the help of the government. And which is, I mean, we're at war. They're at, the government is at war with us. And they've just set the stage for us to be attacked or overwhelmed by foreigners. So, but I'm not scared. I'm not worried because, like I said earlier, I'm God-fearing. I trust the Lord. I am a Christian. Um, I know God put us here in this country for a reason and he's blessed us for a reason and I'm not ready to uh, abandon my Lord because of potential enemies threats and but it's it's real this isn't hyperbole or any such thing like that this is legitimately going on and God will fight our battles God is in control you know second Chronicles 7 14 he said if my people which are called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways I will hear from heaven I will forgive them of their sins and I will heal their land that's what God said he would do and I trust him for that and I hold him to that because I know that he keeps his promises what God says has will take place if it hasn't already what he said he will do he will do now um, 
2 Timothy 1.7 says, God hasn't given us the spirit of fear, but of power and love and of a sound mind. God told Joshua to be courageous. He told Joshua to be strong and courageous. He told Joshua to be strong and very courageous. He said to keep my commandments and to keep my word and not depart from the left or to the right from them. And the Lord will deliver us. I don't know. You know, I don't know the time frame of, you know, the rapture. Jesus doesn't know either. He said only the Father knows when this is going to happen. Um, so in the meantime, we need to be sharing the gospel. We need to be brave. We need to be courageous. We need to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. The work of the Lord, Jesus Christ, our Savior. Not some holy wars. And so I'm not deceived by it. I, I, know, what's, I know what's up because I read the, the Word of God and I have the Holy Spirit in me. And He is leading and guiding and directing. And I hope that he continues to do so and gives me wisdom. I've prayed for wisdom and he is at his will and time is giving me wisdom and discernment um, through his word. And he will he will keep us and protect us and in spite of what our enemies do now. That doesn't mean we're not going to have to take action because he, he, what he hates most is Christians sitting on a bench or sitting on a pew, sitting on the sidelines doing squat. I believe that's what God hates the most is professing Christians doing nothing. And I've heard preachers put it this way, that you're so heavenly minded that you're no earthly good. And that's a problem. You keep looking to heaven and keep looking for Jesus to come back. And you haven't done a lick of good on earth in the meantime. Um, the angels even address that, you know, in the ascension. Um, when um, at the Great Commission, when Jesus was ascending, all the disciples there, they were up gazing, looking in the heaven, watching Jesus leave through the clouds. The angels asked him, why do you stand here gazing, looking at him? He said, the same way he's leaving, he's going to return. And go do what he told you to do. What did he say? He said to go back, preach and teach and baptize in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. That's the Great Commission. That's what he told us to do. So that's what we have to do. We have to occupy until he comes. Not stand, sit on a bench, sit on a pew, be a pew warmer waiting for the rapture, waiting for him to come back the second time, because you're actually going to be horrified when he comes back the second time if you're not in the good standing. But we need to occupy. We need to obey what he's told us to do. I want to read Psalms chapter 91. Psalms chapter 91. And the title that I have in my Bible is In God's care and i think that's fitting for this chapter because god ultimately is he's in charge he's in control he'll take care of things 
if we're in his hands. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge and my fortress, my God, and Him will I trust. Surely He shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with His feathers, and under His wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night, nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked. Because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon, shalt thou trample under feet. Because he has set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. Think about that. There will be nothing that comes our way, no matter how horrible or horrific. If we trust God in Him, trust in God through Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, there's nothing going to hurt us. If and if our life is taken, this physical life. So what? If you're in Christ, you're a new creature. All the old things are passed away. That means you have eternal life. To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. We have a mission here. And if God, if it's in God's will that our, uh, our time is done here, that means we're just going, to, going home. We're going to go home a little sooner. To be with our Lord, we won't have to deal with the the stress and the mess and the all this propaganda. We won't have to deal with the the wiles of the devil, the trickery, the chicanery, the deception. I mean, we'll be in a far better place, right? But we're not going to rush it. I'm not going to rush. I'm not going to take my life. I'm not suicidal. I'm not going to rush my meeting with my Lord. He has a job for me to do here. I have a family, by the way. I have a wife and children. I'm uh, teaching them in, in the fear and the admonition of the Lord. Uh, I have a, a church, the associate pastor at a church here right now. And you have a, a fold to lead, to guide, direct. The devil wants to get into them, wants to scare them, wants to put fear in them, wants them to be neutralized. 
Well, I'm here to stand up and to resist that. You know, didn't Peter say, trust God, resist the devil, and he will flee? That's where we're at with this. That's why I'm neutral with the um, Israeli and Palestinian conflict until it comes to my country. And if they're going to take bring their wars and woes here to my country, I'm going to have to do something about it. Because we shouldn't be tolerating them bringing conflict that's not related to us onto our soil and endangering my children, endangering my family. Uh, so that'll have to be addressed. And I'm verbally addressing it now before it goes any further. Um, so we pray that God will handle this and take care of it as I know he will. So I'm resting in his hands. I'm giving it to the Lord. I'm trusting in him. I, I've put my faith and trust in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I did that uh, 30 years ago now, and I continue to uh, realign myself with him and his ways. And uh, he, he said to go teach and preach. So I can't be silent. I can't sit by the wayside. You know, I took a couple of days here to kind of pray about it and kind of make sure I was uh, headed in the right direction with my um, dissertation here. And, you know, if, if anything that I've said is contrary to God's will, you know, he will tell me. The Holy Spirit will nudge me and he'll say, hey, hold on, you. this here is not right. And he will um, set, uh, direct me to what the, the correct thing, if that's the case. But I'm going off my convictions, what God, the path that God has led me down. And I'm here as the watchman on the wall to warn you of the dangers that are coming. First, be prepared. That is, again, like I said, salvation. That's the most important thing is salvation. Put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. So that way you're prepared for whatever happens. Physically, we have to prepare, provide for our families. God put men in charge of the family, the head of the house, to provide and protect their family. We have to... We're the head of the house for a reason, and the devil's been attacking that through these propaganda and psyops that we've been dealing with. Um, but I'm going to go ahead and close the uh, this podcast with that. I uh, appreciate you joining the podcast. Uh, let me know what you think, what your if what your views are, if they align with what I've um, disclosed here tonight or not. Um, you can get in touch with me at Joshua Ministries. 741 at gmail.com or through the comments through the podcast. I'm on Podbean, iHeartRadio, um, Stitcher, whatever, whatever podcast platform you can find, I'm there. So um, thanks for joining, and we're going to close in prayer. Dear Father, Lord, we thank you for today. Thank you for your many blessings. Thank you for what you've done for us, what you've given us. Help us not to be distracted by the propaganda, by the lies, by the deception that the devil has put in front of us.
Help us to stay true to your word. Help us to honor and glorify you in what we say, what we do, what we think. Um, help us to 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 follow through with the words that you've given us through your the holy word um, from Genesis to Revelations. Help us to honor and glorify you with our actions, with our speech, and help us to be an influence to those around us. I pray that I know you've put a hedge of protection around our republic and around our sovereign states, and the devil is doing his best to tear them down. Help the people to wake up to the fact that we are under attack. We're in a fifth-generation warfare. Uh, we are actually already in World War Three, and it's been a war of the mind, the war of info. And help the people to wake up and to realize their standing and to correct their standing with you if it's not where it should be. Help us to, to be that, that voice in the wilderness. Help us to be that, the watchman on the wall. Help us to be Joshua to go in ready to do whatever you commanded him to do. Help us to pr protect us and keep us safe. And I know we're being invaded. We've had millions come through the borders, ca Canadian borders included, and they, they don't have good intentions. But we know that you can take care of it easily, and we trust in you. Help us to, um, to handle it the way you would have us to handle it. Be with us tomorrow. Keep us safe. You know, as the Hezbollah and Hamas has declared jihad on the Western countries, and we know they're already staged here in our sovereign states. Give us safety and discernment. And I pray that your people would stand up and step up to the challenge. We're thankful for what you've done. We give you the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen.